this team is gonna go to Sokovia and they're gonna battle the ghost of Ultron. Ah! And he's going to find a little something called the Weapon X program. Uh, everything is building towards the next Avengers. Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is Rogue Theory, and something must have gone horribly wrong because our first, second, third, all the way through 57th choices to host couldn't make it today, and that's why me, your good friend Thomas Michael Bechtold, is here. And today, we're going to get a little bolder with the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Later, we'll be doing a little casting flex with our men and women of X. Uh, I'm Tommy Bechtold. And we're going rogue remotely with uh, with many good friends of ours. First of all, we've got the boss, Eric Voss. Oh, uh, the boss is ready. Yeah. <laughs> all right. She's far from done. Writer and podcaster, Ashley V. Robinson. Bonjour, comment ça va tout le monde? Oh, en français? What just happened? Wait, I'm Canadian, so I got to show up. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And our friend, Empty. He makes our heart go patter-pitter. You know him as Mastertainment oh. on YouTube and Twitter. Give it up for MT, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I am back, and guess what? I am still black, so let's hey. get it. All right. <laughs> what, a, what, a shocking <laughs> what a shocking revelation if you weren't. Uh, we, uh, okay. <laughs> so here we go. Topic number one. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Anthony Mackie has described the upcoming season of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier as a six-episode movie. Unlike any episodic series he or any of the cast and crew have worked on before, maybe want to run that by the cast and crew in case they've worked on, I don't know, Watchmen, Game of Thrones, any of the following <laughs> series that have been on HBO over the last ten years, and several other shows. Either way, Mackie is uh, he's a groundbreaker here. Uh, assuming the new series will be a unified story like the movies in Marvel's uh, past phases, Endgame, Civil War, Winter Soldier, etc. I want you guys to pitch me this series as the latest Marvel film. How will it be a sequel to Civil War or a Secret Invasion prequel, anything like that? And, and secondarily, I'd like you to explain what's going to be its big contribution to the MCU. There was that set photo of all of these guys like huddled in the snow. Mm. And I'm wondering, well, what setting have we seen in the MCU that is in Eastern Europe other than Sokovia. Mm. I think Falcon Winter Soldier is gonna take us back to the country of Sokovia and we're gonna see a plot that deals with the aftermath of Avengers Age of Ultron. So why would you get Baron Zemo to be part of this crew? Well, he was an, a military ranger for the Sokovian Special Ops. Mm. That guy knows the territory. But what is the, what's the problem here? What are they, what is this crew uh, working together to solve? Well, I've always wondered what happened to Ultron. There were all these sentries that were buzzing around. There was that severed sentry head that Peter Parker found with the sentient red glowing eyes mm. of Ultron illuminated in its skull, mm. suggesting that Ultron may still be alive and well in algorithmic form, yes. cosplaying as Arnim Zola, perhaps. Mm. In Sokovia, there's like some Sokovian engineer who gets his hands on an old Ultron sentry, not knowing that it possesses Ultron's AI, sentient AI, plugs it into his machine, and in doing so, accidentally activates an Ultron contingency plan. He goes through the internet tubes, through the wires, to a nearby Sokovian power plant, former Soviet installation, Maybe we have some kind of a failsafe mm. that had his first plan failed. We have a radiation leak that irradiates the continent of Europe 
ah. Eurasia, Asia, the whole world, uh, a, a Chernobyl scenario that is way harder to prevent than, you know, just pulling a chunk of the Sokovian city and throwing it like, down to earth using gravity. It's terrifying. So Thunderbolt Ross gets wind of this and he's like, I got to put together a crew. Mm. We got to put uh, our differences aside and I, and I, we got to get this freaking Helmut Zemo out of prison. But I want my guy, I want my Wyatt Russell to get credit for this. Mm. So he's going to be the front man of this team. But really, I, I know I need Sam Wilson and I need Bucky Barnes to, to manage this, uh, this freaking Helmut Zemo. So this crew, also maybe get a couple women on this Probably team. Good. You can get Helen Cho yeah. in there. She knows the, the Ultron anatomy better than anyone. Mm -hmm. So this team is going to go to Sokovia and have to put a lid on this. They're going to battle old demons. They're going to battle each other. And they're going to battle the ghost of Ultron. I'm going to award something very special. Instead of Rogies today, I'm going to be awarding, and guys, this is a real treasure for you, Tinseltown Tommies. These are uh, oh. physical copies of my first headshot. Uh, it, it, Sweet baby and, angel. Oh, man. <laughs> you want to talk about a fall from grace? This is a real before <laughs> after that'll make you want to move home. Uh, so, Eric, for your theory, which I enjoy a little Chernobyl action, a little you son of a bitch, we're getting a team together action, some A-team, some Chernobyl, I like it. I'm giving you, in the words of the Coors Light ad from 2002 featuring Kid Rock, twins! I'm giving you two <laughs> and twins. Two town Tommies, uh, and you can tell me what those become on your end, Eric. Uh, they become a, a black and a silver sparkle bug. Oh. I love me some sparkle <laughs> bugs. Giving no more. Oh, uh, we that. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Who? Uh, very good. What a good start. We're off to guys. Who's next? I'll go next. Right. Um, so the thing that we know about especially the last Captain America-centric movie was that it was actually an Avengers movie. Civil War is not a Captain America story. It is a Avengers story. Yes. So I think that this long and maybe protracted film, if that's what we want to call this, is actually going to be more about building the next generation of Avengers because ever since we had the very first Avengers team, every MCU property project is building towards the next Avenger. So I think that the first half will probably draw directly from Nick Spencer's Captain America run. Mm. Although that wouldn't be my preference because it does deal directly with uh, a bunch of evil white people not liking a person of color being Captain America. Mm. And I hope that we're past that. <laughs> so instead, what I hope they actually do is we move right to building the next generation and we go full young Avengers. Mm. Now, all of my theories are just going to be things that I want to have happen because that's how <laughs> Ashley rolls. And Young Avengers, the Children's Crusade is so perfect and it's so amazing for something like this. And it would tie directly into into WandaVision. And in WandaVision, we have rumors that we've seen Evan Peters as Quicksilver show up. So we could start laying the groundwork for a secret invasion type story because even in the comics, and MCU lifts, usually in name only from the comics, one of the big reveals of who is a scroll is Pietro. Mm. We also know that WandaVision is going to introduce the twins, Billy and Tommy, because we've seen the twin pacifiers, we've seen the twin teddy bears and all the background information, and they are two of the founding members of the Young Avengers. So they're probably not going to focus in Captain America or Falcon Winter Soldier as heavily, but what can we do in Falcon Winter Soldier? We can introduce two potential members of a new Avengers team, 
uh, Miss America, who in some incarnations on alternate universes, like in Spider-Gwen's universe, actually has the Captain America shield or Samantha Wilson is Captain America. And we could introduce our version of Kate Bishop Hawkeye. So I think what we're going to do, because this is the first of the television shows, not only is this going to be laying groundwork for future stories, on television, it's going to be laying groundwork for future films, building up this new Avengers team. There's also room on a potential new Avengers or young Avengers team to introduce Miss Marvel, who we know is getting her own television series down the line. If Black Widow ever comes out, when Black Widow comes out, whatever that's going to look like, we have Florence Pugh's Yelena Belova stepping up to fill that spy role. And she would be such an amazing addition as a young Avengers version to join this show because Black Widow and Winter Soldier have a working and sometimes romantic relationship in the comic books. Now that's traditionally Nat, um, but considering that Yelena Belova in the Marvel Max series um, is mostly known for her lingerie empire, I have a feeling that we're gonna be taking a lot more from some of Nat's storylines than maybe we initially thought about. So I think the first half of it's going to be Bucky and Sam having to set their differences aside to come together to build this young Avengers team, maybe with Children's Crusade undertones, which is their first big outing into the world. And maybe, maybe we'll get some secret invasion. Well, that was some good that, shit. That was some I, really good I shit. Feel well like I, yeah, I wow. feel like I need to go lay down. That was a lot of... Uh, <laughs> That was a lot of information I was uh, hoping to hear. All encompassing. That was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, a young Avengers <laughs> signed me up. Uh, I love the idea of this planting uh, of even uh, in concert or in, in congruence with um, WandaVision planting the seeds of young Avengers, the next step of Avengers. I think that would be a brilliant move. Uh, yeah, I think this theory does. Uh, you said a lot about uh, the twins being a part of this, and I reward you. I love the twins. Two twins of uh, your own. Yes. Two Tinseltown oh my God, I'm so jealous. I want some. Empty. So you're on my up. side, uh, that's gonna look like a Defiant wow. and uh, a Phoenix. Ooh. I have four tiny Star Trek ships on yes. my desk, so that's yes. what we're playing with on my side. All right. <laughs> I love it. And uh, last but not least, Mr. MT. This is about to get some really wild <laughs> and uh, really Great. weird. Um, <laughs> so, Zemo. Right now, Zemo's in prison, mm -hmm. and Zemo is probably upset that the Avengers are back together. Um, since after Civil War, he was like, yeah, I did it. I, I split up the Avengers. And I was like, oh, Thanos brought them all together. Great. Thank you, Purple Man. You're really, that's really nice of you. So um, I think that Zemo is going to get a nice little mysterious email from somebody letting him know that there is um, a resource of uh, available to him that uh, nobody knows about. So he's gonna break out of prison and he's going to find a little something called the Weapon X program with um, <laughs> with a, um, a Wolverine in stasis um, ready to be released. Oh and God. also a Jessica Drew Spider-Woman who used to be a Hydra agent at one point um, before she became a superhero. So I feel like um, we're going to see um, the introduction of mutants and Jessica Drew, who isn't a mutant, but um, with this Weapon X program and that uh, Sam and Bucky are going to try to stop uh, Zemo from um, releasing more Hydra super agents um, while um, this mysterious email person 
is actually Zola. And he's like, hmm, I'm actually using Zemo to rebuild a Hydra um, somehow. So (laughs) that is my theory on what might happen in um, the... Winter Soldier show. <laughs> Zola Zemo? Uh, Zima? What? The, the, two, the, two, the two characters that I most often on Rogue Theory uh, accidentally call each other. So that is perfect. And, I know. I do it my, all the time. In my head, I've had like, for oh. years them crosswired, even though they're nothing alike, obviously. So, yeah. Maybe they'll get married and just tie it all up yeah, for what would nicely. their What would their <laughs> ship name be? Zolimo. Zolimo. I love it. You already knew, yes. dude. You already it knew. It was inside me He's all got the fanfiction.net account. <laughs> what? He's, he has a Tumblr account already. Yes. <laughs> what would their fanfiction name be? Zalimo? Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> speaking of shipping two of my favorite things together, I'm going to ship these two Tinseltown Tommies and send them your way empty because you, my friend, have won two gorgeous rogies. And how are they showing up on your end? Um, this is actually a, uh... Oh, he special... got a slapped comic? Uh, like, have... it's no big thing? <laughs> this is uh, the special Marvel edition number 15, which is the first appearance of Shang-Chi. Wow! Um, nice. I luckily snagged this right before the Shang-Chi announcement hey. um, came out. Very so, nice. Uh, it's still in its packaging, as you can tell. And, uh, <laughs> it's one of my prides and joys. So, thank you, Mr. Excellent. Tommy. I love it. All right. Well, uh, traditionally, at this point in the show, I ask you all to give your theories back to me in the form of a tweet. And by traditionally, I mean the one other time that I hosted, I did that. Uh, But (laughs) I took that from the other hosts of the show. So if you could now, one by one, individually, give me your theories back in bite-sized form. Starting with Eric, please. Uh, do you want it in a tweet or do you want it in bite-sized form? I want it in form? bite-sized form. What's the difference between There's not. Tweet? Why are you being difficult? You could have just taken them both as one. Why are you pushing back? I'm taking one Tommy Tinseltown back. <laughs> no. I'm, uh, I'm drunk with power and now I feel bad, so I'm giving it back to you. All right. Just give it back to me in a tweet, you sweetheart. <laughs> Just for yeah. clarification. Okay, um, so um, it's from the account of uh, Secretary Ross, you know, William Hurt. And he's saying, oh, I'm putting together a crew. I'm going to need you at Sam Wilson, ah. you at Bucky Barnes, you at Helmet Zemo, but he spells right. Helmet wrong, so it goes to some other guy who lives in Cincinnati. <laughs> and he goes, and... And at you, uh, at U.S. Agent John Walker, who's a different John Walker, uh, one who you don't want to tag in a tweet because he's got some really unfortunate oh, political God. beliefs. Uh, <laughs> just reading then, bad tweets from just, 2011. You know. uh, and then uh, Secretary Ross just leaves it up because he doesn't have a social media manager and it just stays huh? up for weeks and no one knows Great. to take it down. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Ashley? Uh, so this comes from at Uatu the Watcher. And he says, so happy that at Falcon Cap and at Winter Soldier have put their differences aside to become boyfriends. Their adopted children at Wiccan, at Hulkling, at Miss Marvel, at Miss America, and at Speed are going to be the best team ever. With a little heart emoji. Love it. (laughs) All right. MT, what do you got for me? Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, This is already a very popular hashtag already. Um, hashtag Zalimo. Um, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty big. Everyone, 
Everyone yes. loves Zalimo. Um, <laughs> that's all. And it's hashtag Zalimo with the heart oh. emoji. That's all everyone Sorry, guys. Know. Flattery will get you everywhere. I'm going to award another Tinseltown <laughs> Tommy to MT. Oh, let's keep this train moving. But first, let's talk about privacy, everyone. Sometimes our online research for new Rockstars videos takes us into some questionable directions. And let's be honest. My normal research takes me in questionable directions, so let's not blame it on the job. We've done entire videos on the sexual history of the Hulk. Spoiler alert, he wrecks a lot of bed frames. And Emperor Palpatine, whose sexual desires many find to be unnatural. It's times like those when it doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every site you've ever visited like a hovering mother watching you do your homework, judging you. No comic books till you're done with homework. No YouTube till you're done with homework. That's why, whether at home or work, we use ExpressVPN. And bang! Mama can't hurt you then. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Not some weak encryption that's only gonna hide some of your data. This shit throws an invisibility cloak over it, okay? So march through the halls of Hogwarts looking at whatever you want. It runs seamlessly in the background. Just tap one button and bang, you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV. So if you got a Roku, you're not watching HBO Max, but you can use ExpressVPN. <laughs> so there's no excuse for you to not be using it. There's no excuse. Okay? Nice. Protect your online activity today with VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link, vpn.com slash rogue, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. By my math, that's 15 months, okay? That's not 12. That's a 15-month year, which is about how long 2020 feels. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, VPN.com slash rogue. ExpressVPN.com slash rogue to learn more. I love you all very much. I want to talk to you guys about something I'm very passionate about. If you're an e-commerce seller, right now is a wild time, and ShipStation is here to help. Let me tell you, for the last five years, I've tried to set up an eBay store for my father, selling everything from pieces of glass to rubber hoses. The man keeps everything. It's worth nothing. However, pivoting, <laughs> ShipStation could probably help you out, and here's why. When New Rockstars has tried to ship things like merch in the past, it gets confusing figuring out what is shipped and what hasn't and how much it all costs. And let me tell you, when you ship the amount of thongs that we ship out of New Rockstars, you got to be organized because people <laughs> need them. They're so small, they could easily get lost. Most people order five or six. I'm wearing seven New Rockstars thongs right now. Ship station. <laughs> Mine is lost in the crack, actually, so... I can't find it. It's gone. It's just gone. MT's new Rockstar thong is missing, presumed dead. ShipStation helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep their customers happy. And at the end of the day, a happy customer is a returning customer. They'll get you your shipping rates normally reserved for Fortune 500 companies, okay? You don't have to be Eastman Kodak. You don't have to be Hewlett Packard. You don't have to be any other struggling business right now. You can be your own little company thriving in an unlikely economy. What's left? What's right? Airlines are crashing. Nokia stock up through the roof with 5G. We don't know what's going on in the markets anymore. Ship like a boss. It's the fastest 
easiest, the most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. Just printing out labels and getting your product to happy customers, which, as I said, is encouraged in business, to my knowledge. ShipStation, believe it or not, is the number one choice of online sellers, and I believe it. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, you're not going to believe it, there's a deal we're offering you. Right now, you can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the code ROGUE. You don't want your packages to go rogue. You want them to go where you're trying to send them. So use the code rogue. Don't use rogue as a lifestyle when you're shipping. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of delivery culture. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in rogue. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter the offer code rogue. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. Guys. Now it's time for the Discord Rogue Theory, personal favorite of mine. I wreak havoc on Discord all week with nonsense, but most people use it for what it's intended for, (laughs) uh, creating a community where we can share uh, and exchange ideas. Every week we play a game of Rogue Theory with our patrons on the new Rockstars Discord, and this week we had some patrons pitch theories about what Michael Keaton's Batman might end up doing in the upcoming Flash movie which I am very, very excited about. Side note, I felt like that was a bit of news the world needed. I don't even know if it's going to end up happening, but like, I feel like people were like, everybody's really sad right now. Let's put Michael Keaton in Batman again uh, just to cheer everyone up. So, I, it God, better I'm, happen. I'm it with you. It better happen. I, I, will riot. I will put on a bat suit, which will not be comfortable for me or anyone watching, and I will protest. Okay, so <laughs> JB and Coxie had some great theories, but in the end, it was our patron, Lewis Brown, who won with his theory? Attaboy, Lewis. Uh, won with his theory that Lewis Barry Brown, Allen uses some of Cyborg's tech to hop between universes, eventually landing in Michael Keaton's, where Keaton's Batman acts as a mentor figure, and the two of them face off against Reverse, 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 Reverse Flash. And oh my God, sorry, I didn't have any blood left in my brain because I was so excited about that theory. You can play too and have your theory read on an episode of Rogue Theory by becoming a patron of New Rockstar and joining our Discord. God, do we want you in there, guys. I share recipes, pictures of dogs, yeah. my innermost thoughts on the Discord. You got to get in there. Yeah, and uh, just to give some love to Lewis here, that theory was uh, really, really well thought out, man. Like. I loved how you tied in Reverse Flash in there. I think uh, that was set up back in Justice League when he was talking to his dad and, you know, he's framed for, you know, murder there. I think it's all right there, ready to pick back up. And uh, and I loved how you tied in the, the CW Arrowverse uh, Crisis, on Infinite, Crisis on Infinite Earths event where um, Ezra Miller cameoed in there. Like, you tied it all together in a way to where I read it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a, already the movie. That makes sense. You just... Print that out in script yep. form, and they'll be good to go. Love it. All right, back <laughs> to the show. Just a quick update. I did shower too soon, and I'm sweating through my shirt as a result of not drying properly. Second topic, pick your returning X-Men. <laughs> we know at some point Marvel is going to bring back the X-Men. They simply must, okay? The franchise lost steam at Fox with Age of Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, which I took my nine-year-old nephew James to, and his response was, I wish that was better. And when a nine-year-old says that about a movie, I don't know. I guess you just have to take that at face value. I mean, he likes everything. He likes he likes microwaved corn. Like, that is a delicacy to him. 
and, Dar and Dark Phoenix didn't <laughs> cut the muscle, okay? <laughs> However, the X-Men are undeniably one of the most popular and beloved superhero <laughs> franchises ever, and Marvel's not going to let those sweet babies go to, re uh, go to waste. So let's make the reasonable assumption that we'll see an X-Men movie in the next five years, and the unreasonable assumption that they'll have some actors play their previous roles. So with that, I've decided that we're going to have a little fantasy draft right now. So we're going to draft uh, X-Men now the same way we would draft a fantasy football team, which is we're going to do a snake draft. So how this will happen is, uh, MT, you'll draft first. Okay. Ashley will draft second. Eric will draft third. Then Eric will draft again, and we will snake back around and so on and so forth. So And we're picking five, five total? And we're going to do five total rounds. Uh, and I will try my best to provide analysis for each round. And in the end, we'll, we'll evaluate our teams, okay? So, with that being said, MT, okay, I'm down. you are on the clock with the first pick in the 2020 X-Men Fantasy Draft. Let us know your pick. <laughs> well, um, with this first pick, it's, it's all over because I've already won. Um, I'm going to have to pick... Uh, Brianna Hildebrand's Negasonic Teenage Warhead because that girl is my girl. I love her Number to one death. pick. Number wow. one pick. Did you see? Did you see her in Deadpool yeah. 1 and 2? Wow. That girl was on fire. She was A on fire. Shocking. literally. And I, I freaking love her Wow. to death. Yeah. So that's my girl. <laughs> Negasonic. That's a shocking first round pick, guys. The draft is always full of surprises. Straight out of high school, foregoing her college career, Negasonic Teenage Warhead going first in the draft. You, you really got to expect to see everything here. Ashley, you are on the clock with your first round pick. My first round pick is my favorite of all potential X-Men. They were only in one movie, and the opening sequence of this movie illustrates why they are underrated in their power. Alan Cumming, mm. icon, mm. as Nightcrawler, Kurt Wagner, the incredible Nightcrawler, the yes. best X-Men who ever was. Um, and truly, every time there's an X-Men movie, I go, please bring Alan Cumming back. Please pay him however much money yes. he wants to come back. He still <laughs> yes. looks great. And, and I do do think he's very, very underrated. So let's have him back oh, with great. more badass infiltration yes. of government and, properties. And, and, and I, I think that's I'm a done. really good uh, good first round pick. And he can't be that busy. Second uh, second pick overall, Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh, prospect from, I believe, Germany, right? Or is he Austrian? I don't know. One of the, he's German. He's German. He's German. Eric, we could do the accents again. Probably shouldn't. All right, Eric. All right, you guys are making it easy for me. For my first round dra uh, draft, I'm picking Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Oh, How oh, could oh, you pick oh. anyone else? The man, the myth, the legend. And you know what? Since we're going around the horn here, who better to partner with him than Ryan, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool? Oh, my God. So excited about that. My phone fell over. Everything went to hell here for a second. Uh, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. So, Eric, what you did is we call this uh, antiquing in the fantasy football trade. That's where you select some old veterans hoping they've got another year left in the tank. That's so real shady, my got, friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Ashley, who is your second round pick? So you know what's better than one teleporter who's really, really powerful and underrated? Two of them. So oh, my, my second God. pick is Fan Bing Bang as Blink from X-Men Days of Future Past because one, she's an incredible actress who deserves more work in the mainstream Hollywood, uh, like machine. I love her so much and I want them to paint her 
Blink. I have her action yeah. figure. I just, Seriously. This is just my team of favorites. I freaking love Blink. Uh, I so love Blink so much. Give me a blue teleporter and a pink teleporter, and I'm in good shape. I love it. <laughs> it's like, it's, they're like, they're like two gender reveal clouds as they teleport in. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, gender's a construct, but whatever. Sorry, guys. I, I apologize. Uh, what have you done, Tommy? Two, two of many options had a gender reveal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. MT, uh, your thoughts. All right. Well, I mean, I already won with Negasonic Teenage Warhead, so I guess yeah. we'll just do some more. Um, I'm going to have to say, we're going to have to go with Quicksilver. Evan Peters' Quicksilver. Um, my dude is fast. My dude is cool. My dude knows how to infiltrate a facility or two. Um, and he's just really awesome. And honestly, I prefer him over... The MCU Quicksilver, as everyone else does. I guess that's not really a controversial <laughs> opinion. Um, but since uh, you know yes. Pietro, <laughs> since Pietro has kicked the bucket, unfortunately yeah. he got Swiss uh, yes. cheesed by Ultron. Mm. Um, he, uh, we need another one. So yeah. why not? Evan Peters uh, again is uh, rumored to be in uh, WandaVision. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm down to see uh, some uh, some goggled teenage boy yes. running around my screen. So I like it. it. That sounds very weird. Please. Hey. Um, <laughs> Delete that. <laughs> I'm also pretty no. sure Evan Peters is like almost. 30. He's like a zillion years old. He's like a very o older man. I don't know why he's still playing a young man. Hey. But yes. Hey, you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We're just talking about headgear here, folks. Goggles. They're, they're glasses for underwater, and they're not a sponsor Every of the show. But Every Digimon character with their goggles on their right, right. right. Yeah. That's how you know you're in charge of the uh, Digimon season. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, uh, MT, don't get too comfortable because you are still on the clock here. So you have oh, God. the next pick, the first pick of round three. Well, <laughs> big mistake because here it comes. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to pick Stefan Kapisik's Colossus from the oh. Deadpool movies. He yeah, is. I got you, Eric. <laughs> I got your notes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, like literally, Colossus from the Deadpool movies is the way Colossus should have been done from the beginning. Like that is yeah. probably one of the most comic accurate um, film comic book characters I've ever seen. Like I love him in the Deadpool movies, and he needs to be directly imported into the MCU. So. Mm have to yeah. go Colossus there. Excellent. I like it. You know, you need... That's like when a team drafts a massive offensive lineman, you know? It's not the sexiest pick, but it's a, it's a pick that's going to give your team the power it needs to establish a running game. Much like when the Buffalo Bills... No, I'm just kidding. I don't want <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll lose everyone. All right, Ashley, what's your next pick? I'm only reasonably sure that I know how to pronounce this uh, gentleman's name. So if somebody actually does know, please feel free to correct me. Um, I want the X-Men character who was done the absolute dirtiest by the writers, the directors, and the producers of any X-Men film. And that is Eddie Gagethi's Darwin from X-Men First Class. Oh my God. Because first yes. of all, wonderful underrated actor who can, a character who can survive anything mm -hmm. was their that. only black character i mean i guess angel um and they murdered very badly so i think again i've collected a bunch of characters that i think have power sets that were not effectively used mm -hmm. and i just think there's so much potential for the character and the actor so i want darwin to come back and i want him to lead a team i i co-sign that hardcore yeah. thank you hardcore co-sign <laughs> yeah. i love darwin so much yes <laughs> 
All right, Eric, you're up. Um, all right, uh, so I'm, again, going back to the older era, and my friends, I don't care how many stupid puns or jokes or <laughs> bad lines uh, Halle Berry may have said. How do you uh, kill a toad with lightning the same way everything else? You see, it's so bad I can't even remember. But I love Halle Berry, and I want her to be my storm mm. on my team. I'm taking Aurora Monroe from the first X-Men. Wow, okay. I think Halle Berry's great. And in my mind, see, when I uh, became aware of the X-Men as a child, it was the Fox X-Men animated series. Same. Where yep. Aurora Monroe was like... 48 years old. Yes. And she she every word out of her mouth was a dramatic monologue. And I feel like Halle Berry has now become the age where she could destroy that character in the best possible yes. way. Do you want her to do the questionable accent work or the American dialect? No, she could stick with the American. She could stick with the American dialect. That's right. her, no, her dad's an American photojournalist. I True. dissent. I want Halle Berry to try. I want her to get some lessons from Chadwick Boseman or something on how to like get the accent right. Because uh, let's go for it. Why not? Even if it's terrible, I'm, I'm cool with it. Love it. All right, Eric, you've got another pick. Uh, yes. Uh, for my other pick, I will take the character that I was most excited to see for the future of the Fox X-Men uh, franchise before it was sold off to Disney. X-23, Laura, oh. the new Wolverine. I think she's fantastic. She's bilingual. She wow. can do um, everything Wolverine does, but they have such this great partnership between the two of them. I, I, I want to hear what Deadpool has to say about her. I want to see what kind of wisdom Aurora Monroe can pass down yeah. to her. And I want to see what surprises she has in store for these other things three old timers I, I, I this is my four and i got i got a fifth i hope that it isn't picked away from me by the mm. time it comes back around <laughs> um Perfect. well one of the surprises she has is a um a uh, a knife in her foot um that's a that's pretty big right. surprise um, knife. <laughs> uh, all right uh ashley round four who is your pick so uh, if anyone watching doesn't know this about me, my very favorite thing in the whole wide world is the Lord of the Rings franchise. And there have been two actors from Lord of the Rings who've played X-Men. Uh, one of them is Magneto. And then the other one is Dominic Monaghan as Bolt from X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm. He's another character they did super, super dirty. He was supposed to play Beak, who's a way better character than Bolt ever thought about <laughs> being. But fine, he's Bolt, Dominic Monaghan, they did him uh, dirty in Star Wars, but he's also already kind of under the Disney umbrella right now. So I think he'd be a great character to bring back, redeem. And I don't really have anybody with any sort of practical real world um, powers. So electricity seems like a good thing to have on my team, mm, why not? Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I like that rationale. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. All right, MT, you now have two picks, your fourth pick and then your final pick. Okay, well, my fourth pick. Um, another uh, person that uh, Fox kind of did dirty um, in, I believe, X-Men Apocalypse, Lana Condor's Jubilee. I mean, I've been, I was so excited when I heard that, like, she was going to get some play and they didn't even get her, get, they, she didn't even use her powers, I don't think. Like, she was in the movie, but just nothing happened. Right. So, like. I need my yellow coated Jubilee. Mm. Like fret like literally go straight up 90s, like full on 90s yes. with the look, <laughs> with the glasses and everything. Yeah, yeah. I want that on screen hardcore. Lana Condor is killing it right mm. now and she's a fantastic actress. So like just bring her in. Why not? Yes. I'm cool. I love it. And your final pick. And my final pick, I'm going to have to go 
with this, I'm gonna keep it with, with keep it light themed mm. and go with uh, Dazzler from Oh my god, guess, the, uh, the, the last Dark X-Men Phoenix, movie. yeah. That she was in it for like two seconds, but I love Dazzler in general, and like <laughs> she's just so cool, and I would love to see her in the MCU. All right, so I'm gonna go with Dazzler. All right, okay, All right. Ashley, your final pick. Uh, my final pick is from X-Men Apocalypse, uh, which we haven't seen a lot of representation of. Um, and that is going to be Olivia Munn's Psylocke, ah. because I think Psylocke oh. is super cool. I know uh, Olivia Munn is like sometimes a controversial pick in geekdom. I think she's a really great actress. Mm. I would encourage people to watch The Newsroom mm. if you don't think that she's your cup of tea. She was such a good choice for this and again had nothing to do. Psylocke has gone on to be Captain Britain and to lean more into the mythological aspects that the name comes mm. from. And I just think you could create a really cool role for that character on a team. And in my lineup, I didn't have a magic wielder. So. I love it. So now we get to the final pick in the draft and traditionally in like uh, professional sports drafts this is where they will now pan the camera to all the people who have not been drafted yet and watch as they have oh. agonizing looks on their face like i imagine a close-up <laughs> on beast's face as he's like what happened i was told i would be drafted first round cyclops is on the phone with his agent furiously complaining gene gray is giving rogue a back rub saying it's okay your time will come uh you know morph Morph is still reeling Morph. for being murdered oh in the cartoon. God, you know, I just got my Morph action figure from Age of Apocalypse. And, that, and then some, somewhere in the corner, shuffling a deck of supercharged cards, Gambit goes, Come on, Sherry. Someone's got to pick the Gambit. Let's go. You don't want Remy LeBeau. And then Eric's just standing there with the last rose like, yeah. mm. So Eric. Oh, so handsome, who, though. Who so will, handsome. Who will be uh, the final pick in this draft? Um, I'm gonna moneyball it and get um, uh, Brian Cox as William <laughs> Stryker. What? Who's <laughs> not? Wow. Not a mutant. What? Not a mutant. My favorite X-Men character, <laughs> William Stryker. Uh, think of the value he will bring to the franchise by having ah uh, his his southern charm. Uh. Ah, uh, his commanding mm. presence. He's got. <laughs> he's gonna be a great guy in the van, the guy in the chair. He's gonna call the shots. I mean, every uh, every X Men franchise needs an evil oh white guy. God. So, <laughs> yeah, right. They're gonna flip him, <laughs> and uh, he he understands the ins and outs of Weapon X better than oh anyone. Who better than to lead a team of uh of James Howlett and Wade mm. Wilson and X-23, this is, uh, this is the guy, right? This is the guy. So he's going he's gonna to lead the team. And, uh, <laughs> and I just love Brian Cox. And I want to see him screenboard the floor at all of them. Uh, I just want, again, I floor. think we talked about this on another show, but I just want the succession music to play whenever he's on there. Yeah. Off. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. Well, these are five, I would say, unexpected teams. For, for me, who, you know, maybe I'm a little more uh, married to the, co to the cartoon, I think, is my problem here. But I love this. We've got some very exciting teams. So just to recap, we've got on MT's, te MT's team, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Quicksilver, Colossus, Jubilee, and Dazzler. So this is a young, skewing team with a lot of... Uh, a lot of young, emotional, uh, uh, angsty teenagers. Figured, no, girl power. Figured, girl and power, a lot bro. of girl power. Yeah. So, Ashley, 
You have Nightcrawler, Blink, Darwin, Bolt, and Psylocke. This is a supercharged team. You've got teleporters. You've got electrifiers. You've got you've got uh, a man who literally can absorb anything, right? And and it can't be killed except for that he was killed for some reason. Except by except Kevin for, Bacon. Yeah. Only <laughs> Kevin Bacon can kill him. Uh, but that's true of all of us. When our time comes, and true. and it's, it's true. coming for all of us, Kevin Bacon will be there to usher us across the river Styx <laughs> into hell. And Eric, you've got what I like to call the uh, the powerhouses. You've got Wolverine. You've got Deadpool. You've got Storm. Omega mutants uh, abound on this. X twenty three. So a little father son father daughter combo, uh, and then William Stryker for some reason, which. Uh, <laughs> he's he's front the lines. He's the one they oh, send yeah. out first. Just like yeah. William Stryker yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a plastic I, knife. Just I, them I, I, I got the expendables. Mine are the old timers that just come back together and they have this little girl with them. And she's like, oh, I can't make it. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know how to judge 60s. this. You're welcome. I think that we're going to have to let Twitter. Uh, decide by voting on which of these teams Ooh. they like the best in the Twitter poll. So for now, oh, I'm going shoot. to take the coward's way out and award each of you a Tinseltown Tommy uh, separately. And so I'll take show it. me how they arrive to you guys. Uh, what ship from the Star Trek universe? Oh. One of two potential enterprises. Hey. Oh. I like it. There we are. And um I got um, another wow. This is the uh, first appearance of yes. Casey Jones. Ooh, um, Ooh. Which is, uh, I love Casey Jones. Actually, fun fact, uh, speaking of Casey Jones, I actually named um, somebody's baby Casey Jones, like, the nice. other day. Like, literally no <laughs> joke. Like, her last name was Jones. I'm like, why don't you just name your baby Casey? And she was wow. like, okay. So nice. I, have a, I have a baby name under, under my belt. Perfect. So, you know. That's a lot of power. <laughs> I love it. And Eric, sparkle bucks for you? Oh, mine's just a boring old sparkle buck. Uh, I don't have they're never boring. <laughs> they're not they're, boring. They're all I they're think cool. about is boring. <laughs> they're all I think about, really. Sparkle oh, really? bucks in the Buffalo Bills. Eric's approval. <laughs> Eric's approval is all that's ever mattered to me. Uh, let's see here. He's not getting it. I, it won't come. <laughs> not today, okay. anyway. That, this is the internet. <laughs> exactly. Nope. That sound of crippling desperation that you hear coming from me means that it's time for rogue questions. Ooh. Woo! All there, right. Is, so, is there a theme song? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the theme song now. Uh, so these are going to be some rapid-fire questions coming your way. First of all, a public service announcement went viral this week with a hockey mask, Jason Voorhees, imploring people to wear a mask while in public. What fictional character has the easiest time following CDC's guidelines? That's easy. Okay. Darth Vader. Oh, My dude yeah. is already freaking masked up all yeah. the time. He's... He's like already filtering hooked, he's, everything through his mask. Is, Darth Vader, saying, man. He's hooked up to a ventilator inside of him. That's, uh... Yeah. 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 Okay, <clears throat> great. I was going to say uh, Ripley from Alien, okay. who had they listened to her and not violated the rules of quarantine on the Nostromo, mm. we wouldn't have had any problem. Yes, okay. That's true. So going back to the X-Men universe, I'm going to say Logan and Laura because as people with regenerative healing factors, they know the pain of dying, so they don't want to have to do that again unless it's in battle. Oh, yes. Okay. Wow. All right. 
Very that good, was very good, answer. very good. That, was, like that. <laughs> that answer caught me deep. Ashley, I'm going to give you one. Uh, Heck to, yeah. To Tommy. All right. Honestly, you. you earned that one. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for the bringing well us down. Thank you for me. Thank you for reminding us how fragile life is, uh, and that Kevin Bacon will be coming for all of us eventually. <laughs> Has true. question two? Hasbro is coming out with a Bop It toy in the form of Baby Yoda, where you punch and twist the little guy. What? Uh, what Baby Yoda version of another classic toy would be even more inappropriate? I mean, how is it anything but Tickle Me Elmo? Because Yoda's a Muppet and Elmo's a Muppet. So Tickle Me Baby Yoda. Wow, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with a uh, a Baby Yoda magic eight ball. Just be like, Ooh. Baby Yoda, when will my parents love me? Just a little frog. <laughs> Just shake them violently. Answer. <laughs> like, why won't my parents love me, Baby Yoda? Oh, they just toss it around the room. Try again. Uh, later. Yes, that'd be very inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> um, I was gonna say a Baby Yoda buddy doll from the Child's Play series. So you just look over in the chair; it's not there anymore, and it chases you around the house with a knife. Yes. And then it kills you. Eventually. <laughs> yes. And uh, then you die. We're a, at sixty dollars. A possessed. Very inappropriate. A possessed doll is. Uh, if you had possessed doll, uh, congratulations. Uh, but if you had shaking Baby Yoda violently to get answers, <laughs> you would win a Tinseltown Tommy. All right. Now, last oh. but not least. Anne Hathaway said in an interview this week that Christopher Nolan doesn't allow any chairs on his sets so people <laughs> never stop working. Uh, Mr. Nolan, I'm Michael Caine, and I'm 89 years old. I'd love to have a seat. I'd love to take a seat right now. No, you may not take a seat. Uh, first of all, is Anne Hathaway ever going to work again? Because if people, I mean, people must be terrified now on a set around her. Anyway, in your best Batman, Joker, or Bane voice, give me an impression of that character asking for a place to sit down. So really any Nolan-verse person asking to take a seat on one okay. of his sets. My leg cramps are Gotham's reckoning. This seat is pretty big for you. <laughs> Okay, very good. <laughs> very good. Who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Hi, I'm Rachel Dawes. I'm the generic white lady who was recast halfway through the trilogy and nobody noticed. You're going to tell me that I'm beautiful. And as a result, I deserve to sit down in a chair. Don't call me Karen. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, be I, believe, I believe Rachel Dawes si sitting in a chair was her undoing in the end, was it not? I yes, it is wow. true. She, she kind of like fell over. Yeah, too. that's a good point. Good point. Good point. All right. Okay, All right, MT, um, what do you got? I'm going to try my hand at Bane. Okay. Hello, Mr. Nolan. <laughs> you happen to have a chair for me to sit in because my ass is too dummy thick <laughs> and it has destroyed the cardboard box that I was sitting on earlier. <laughs> Okay, I like that. Okay. Nobody, nobody went for the. Are uh, you really adopted the chair? I was born in the chair. When I when I stood up, the pain was blinding. <laughs> uh, all all excellent, but only one mentioned the specificity of leg cramps. So Eric, I reward <laughs> your bane, a Tinseltown oh. Tommy. So. 
Correct me uh, if I'm wrong. Uh, how many how many ro- how many Tinseltown Tommies do you each have? Do you have been keeping track? No. I don't know. Yeah. I can't count. How, ma- how many about? how many do you have, Eric? <laughs> four. I have four. Uh, Ashley. I have four. Four. MT. <laughs> I'm only pretty sure. I probably have four, th- three or four. Three. Or- <laughs> I think we're all tied or, or almost tied. <laughs> uh, guys, you know what? I went back and looked at my judges' scorecard card, and uh, someone was being a little modest because I have MT as our winner at five Tommy Tinseltown Yay. pictures portraits. So our winner today is MT. Let's hear it for him. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, I, did it, I did it. I won the show. Mom. <laughs> as my, as I am the victor of this episode, I want you all to reveal to the world what your guilty pleasure movie of choice is. Mm. <laughs> oh, I like that. You know, uh, I I can't even remember the name of this movie, but it's uh, it's a romantic comedy starring Deadpool himself, Ryan Reynolds, where he tells the story. Definitely, maybe, where he tells his daughter oh. the story of how he met her mother, but they don't tell you which one of the three women he's talking about is actually her mother until the very end. I've watched that movie that I could not name uh, the title of because I may be buried with shame probably about 15 times. I uh, used to put it on before bed. Something to like a warm glass of milk soothe me into my slumber for the evening. So definitely maybe is absolutely. I'm putting that on the list, my my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm one of those people who uh, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Like, I'll own up to the things that I like that are terrible. <laughs> I watched five seasons of Teen Wolf, and I love hey. it. It's not a good show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it has uh, five seasons, so hey. I think it has eight. Like, I definitely oh, dropped shoot. off before it ended. Um, but right. if we're if we're looking for movies, um, I really love The Little Mermaid 2. Mm. It's not good. <laughs> it doesn't function as a sequel at all, but I really like it. I think there's Melody's a Little Mermaid cute. 2? I think there's three. There's three? Yeah. There's a trilogy? Yeah. <laughs> Wow. That Disney directed DVD market, it was uh, like crazy in yeah. the early aughts, my friend. <laughs> Dang. All right. All right, Mr. Voss. Uh, uh, well, my guilty pleasure TV show is the MTV show Catfish. Yes, yes I, mean, I am so with you. Yes, obviously. <laughs> that show is great. I love it. Uh, and and even Max are married. It's just a fact. Uh, honestly, right. yeah. yes, yes. Get, That's candid. So I think my guilty pleasure movie is the film Catfish, which is awesome. I've seen probably three or four times. I can't get enough of it. I freaking love that movie. That's it for Rogue Theory. We made it. I am no longer wet from the shower. I'm now wet from the nerdy sweatiness uh, that we have uh, we have generated with all of this information. Thank you so much. Let's thank our guests for joining us, Miss Ashley V. Robinson. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can follow her on social media handles that will be displayed below, I'm certain. How about another hand for our winner, MT? Congratulations. Yes, and last but not least, he's like a father, brother, and dream boyfriend for me all in one, Mr. Eric Voss. The man. The man. What what do you do with it? It's been so great. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us. Follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars. I'm your host, Tommy Bechtold. This will for sure be the last time I do this. I love you all very much. No. (laughs) Have a good night. Go Bills. (laughs) 